Hi there, this is Clark Terry here, reminding you to pull your bearskins a little closer to the fire. That's it. <laughs> now you're talking to me. Ah, watch out for those snapping sparks. Everybody cozy? Now the good news is that you're in time for the humble farmer. You've worked hard all day, and you deserve to relax now. So stay right there and listen to the best of this kind of music. Fletcher Henderson here on The Humble Farmer. Thank you for listening. I couldn't do this without you, you know. When I was a little kid, we looked out the window at the scenery when we were traveling. 
Nowadays, we look at the GPS to see where we are.
<laughs> Dave McKenna, Ed Bickert. Did you know that your cell phone conversations might be overheard by people who have radios, hearing aids, or scanners? Because cell phones seem to work very well at the end of my driveway, people often stop at the end of my driveway when they want to make a call from their cars. They drive right in there. And I have a vague memory of being in a position to listen to them 10, 15, 20 years ago. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I might have heard them on the radio in my truck. I don't remember. If you have hearing aids, they might also pick up sounds that are passing by in the air. I have to take out my hearing aids before using the telephone because they do all kinds of weird things. The other day, I was making a radio program when the phone rang. I was using my wireless mic that is part of a system with rabbit ears that stick up out of a black box. And when the phone rang, because I had the hearing aids on and had that black box and my microphone hooked up, I heard things I'd never heard before. If you heard that particular radio program, you might remember that it caused me to break right down halfway through the middle of a story I was telling. I never quite recovered from it. Anyway, have you ever stopped to consider that the WikiLeaks brouhaha is really nothing compared to what your next-door neighbor is probably learning about your personal life on his scanner? Thank you.
Fletcher Henderson gets out of there very quickly, doesn't he? Thank you for listening to The Humble Farmer. You know, with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time right here on your favorite radio station. And from time to time, I come across a story that I suspect or I hope will make you laugh. And you know I like to say things that I think or hope will make you laugh. And here's one here if you're ready. At a Senate hearing, after a nationally publicized accident, the managers of a coal mine said that they did not put profits ahead of safety. Autumn, 
You know, uh, I do not play ballads on this show, but there are two exceptions. One of them is Woody Herman's Early Autumn. I believe I had it on a 45, 50, 60 years ago. And the other one is Non Dimentica, which I think, in a, if you've studied Italian, you probably know that Non Dimentica means something like, please do not forget that I do not have pepperoni on my cheese pizza. Anyway. Back in the good old days, privilege was inherited. The lord of the manor passed on the estate to his eldest son, which is why so many of the eldest sons were killed in hunting accidents. But since the French Revolution, the rich have had to buy privilege. One of my rich friends says it's annoying to have to stop at a four-way intersection, and he thinks it would be nice to be able to buy the right away. Why, he asks, why should a guy in a three-piece suit and a BMW have to stop and wait for a rusted-out hulk from Port Clyde, some old pickup truck with a bumper dragging on the ground to get across the intersection? Back in the 17th century, you would have simply run right over him with your carriage. What can worry be? I'm crazy about my baby, and my baby's crazy about me. Mr. Cupid was our teacher, that's the reason we agree. I'm crazy about my baby, and my baby's crazy about me. Carson, get your book out, ready in your hand. Keep a steady lookout, you can understand. It's an A1 combination. With a perfect he and she I'm crazy about my baby And my baby's crazy about me
Fletcher Henderson, you might have heard when I started to play that song, I was momentarily, just for a second, distracted because I heard a peep, and I think this microphone was doing what I mentioned uh, a short while ago. It's picking up telephone calls or something from people going by the going by in the car. car. Clint Eastwood portrays the most fearless characters to ever stram across a television screen. And as you know, it's hard to get away from Clint because no matter where you click, if Harry is not meeting Sally, Clint seems to be lighting up a cigar or shooting half a dozen men in living color 24 hours a day. Clint's intestinal fortitude captured my attention in a film called High Plains Drifter, in which you might remember he shoots three men without even getting out of a barber's chair. No, that's not the part that takes guts. On his way to his hotel room, some sassy woman bumps into him and calls him all kinds of names. And although he has more interest in things to do, he quickly drags her into the nearest barn and accommodates her. To realize how fearless the High Plains drifter really was, you should remember that back in those days there were no antibiotics.
Ghana. Here on the Humble Farm. And we're with any luck at all. You can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time. Thank you for listening. And speaking of Clint Eastwood, you might remember seeing him in an old-time movie riding down a road on his horse. The road had two ruts for the wagon wheels, but the rut in the middle between the wagon wheel ruts, you know, they should have been made by the horse that was pulling the wagon. They were not there. The young people who made the movie had never seen a rutted road that was made by a horse-pulled wagon. I grew up next door to an older road that more than often had a horse-pulled wagon going through it. Didn't you? I have since seen a similar road to the one in that Clint Eastwood movie and in other movies that featured horse-drawn vehicles. Two tracks, <laughs> but for a wagon, horse-drawn wagon, but no place where the horse's little hoofs had, had dug up the dirt in the middle. That kind of thing should not happen. Is it not like having Michael Jackson or Elvis singing some rock tune in the middle of a movie about the American Revolution? Thank you. 
Fletcher Henderson. You probably heard about that man. You probably heard about that man in the county jail who gained 80 pounds since Christmas time. <laughs> the newspaper and television people have been having quite a time with that one, but what you probably haven't heard is that the warden of that jail has been offered a job in Washington, D.C. as executive director of the National Association of Pork Producers.
What a tight, tight, tight rhythm section there. Howard Alden, Frank Tate, Alan Dawson. Tight, tight, tight. One of my favorite tunes, Indian Summer. You probably forget all about this. Maybe I shouldn't even bring it up, but one of the first things our governor did was take down a mural showing working people going on strike for better wages. And I want you to know I have no problem with his doing this as he had enough funding to get elected, and governors can pretty well do what they want to do. Isn't that the good thing about being governor? Or having enough money to buy an election for a governor or senator? You can always do pretty well whatever it is you want to do. A seventh in there. <laughs> I heard someone blow a seventh on that last note. What can you tell me about holidays? If you look forward to holidays, you are probably an adult who would rather stay home than go to work. 
or a child who has been alerted to its economic possibilities by uh, an electronic media. If you are completely oblivious to holidays, birthdays, or anniversaries, you are probably a very old man who lives alone, or wishes that he did.
tight, tight rhythm section. What fun that would be to play with, play with a section like that. Wow, wow, wow. Do you remember hearing of a thing called the National Defense Authorization Act? As I recall, when they were talking about it, it seems to me that Shelley Pingree said that she was going to vote against the National Defense Authorization Act. Why in the world do you suppose she'd do a thing like that? The man running Germany in the 1930s was very happy when a similar bill passed there. Almost time to get out of here. You talk about age discrimination. Age discrimination is alive and well on the Internet today, and I would not have known about this, but blip, 
that blip thing that used to distribute clips of my television program, blip gave me a dozen more optional sites where they said they'd post these video clips. And on one of these sites, I think it was MySpace, I'm not sure, there was an advertisement on the side that was hard to miss. It was a picture of a very clean-cut, very attractive young girl. And underneath it, it said, Men Wanted, age 60 to 64. What do you think about that? I'm, I'm married. And my days of running around with any kind of young girls were over 25 so years ago. But it hurts me to see that even if I were 10 years younger, I wouldn't even get in there at her 64 cutoff age. Was it 90-year-old Oliver Wendell Holmes who saw a pretty woman on the street and said, Oh, to be 80 again.
Thank you.